0: Welcome to The Emily Otto Show, business coaching for rebel healers, priestesses, and other witchy women. This podcast will give you the tools to help you build and scale your online healing business so you can help more people and make more money. My goal is for you to enjoy your life and business with plenty of time for pleasure and play. I am over the moon delighted you're here Let's start today's episode. Hello and welcome to another podcast episode. This week, we're diving into part two of Charm Clients in. as I was out at Loveburn in Miami, Florida. Uh, more info on that soon and all the incredible lessons learned from creating an, uh, a camp Leading 35 people on an adventure and helping to bring the temple of sacred being to life there in just south of Miami, Florida. Thank you so much for joining and tuning in. Listen, take action, and come and post in my free Facebook group, Business Coaching for Healers and Spiritual Entrepreneurs with Emily Otto. Here we go. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited because this today, we're really going to get into the nitty gritty and the nuts and bolts of what do you do? What do you post? What do you say? How do you do it? How do you do it consistently over time? How do you not lose momentum and feel frustrated? How do you make it easy, pleasurable, lazy, charming clients in, especially for those of you like, um, there's a quote that says, I don't dream of work like the goal was never to work right hi series the goal was to enjoy life right the goal is to have this divine crazy amazing human experience hi melody the goal is not to work (laughs) the goal is to help other people probably feel connected to community study interesting things about being human, like all these different energy healing and esoteric modalities we find ourselves studying. And to have fun to have a good life to have one where we get to be steeped in pleasure and play and joy and this crazy messy human experience. The goal was not to work and grind and produce widgets. Thank you so much capitalism for the anxiety of needing to produce or uh, create, yes, that's a human thing. We create things, whether it's this really cool water bottle, or a pen, or artwork. This really neat artwork, right? We can create, but the goal was never to produce, 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 uh, and burn ourselves out. Somewhere along the way, capitalism came into play, and so we're const. Every time you think you're not doing enough. Remember that that thought is the work of your brain and body actively dismantling capitalism. Okay, so your goal is literally to think the thought, who am I to do this? If you are about to post something and your brain says, who am I to post this? You're doing it right. If you think the thought, do I have enough credentials to be able to do this? You're doing it right. Chances are you do. Chances are you are fully qualified, right? Just by the sheer nature of being a fabulous human, having this amazing experience. Most of my people, I'm not worried about, we're not worried about you being ethical enough. You are probably chaotic good or uh, (laughs) neutral good in terms of D&D alignment, but you're very unlikely to be causing harm because of the very fact that you're worried about causing harm, right? So yes, we have teachers, we have coaches, we have people for that to help teach us to do things better. And if you think the thought, who am I to do this work? Am I fully qualified? Go you. You're doing it right today. Way to dismantle systems of oppression and capitalism. I wanna share with you this ridiculously beautiful rose because it's staring at me and it's just so awesome. And I wish we had smell vision Yeah, I'm in love with these roses. I would, I wanna grow more roses. Um, small side note rose story. I really feel like roses are this divine feminine embodiment in plants. And my grandpa Dreiska, he's 94 years old. And every time we used to go over to his house when we were little kids he would cut us a rose so that we could take it home and it was just this beautiful divine creature that smelled amazing that was super luxurious because my mother would cut wildflowers but we would never buy roses that was not a thing i can't think of a time that there were roses present in our house except for the ones from my grandpa so I've always dreamed of having rose gardens, uh, but it's been nice to have these roses and in our new house, which the mortgage just went through for this week, we will have rose gardens. So let me know, how did it go yesterday? How did it feel? What clunky things came up? If you have questions already, feel free to ask them. I am literally channeling and custom crafting this experience based on who is in this program and container. So this is for you. It's not just something that I came up with that I'm just going to like uh, force feed. It's more channeled with you. So feel free to ask questions. Hmm. Yeah, Melody. No one is on their deathbed and wishes they had worked more, right? Or had like the perfect spreadsheet. No. So there's um I've linked it before, but there's this really cool study by a group of sociologists and it's the five things people regret on their deathbeds. And I printed that out and I kept it in my cubicle for years in corporate America. I will link that for you guys. You know what, I'm gonna link it as I'm talking. Um, Five regrets of the dying. If you beat me to it, go for it. Um, But it was things like, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. I wish I had the courage to do what I wanted to do. I wish I spent more time with the people that I loved. I wish I would have traveled more or done more things. No one's ever like, I wish I would have worked my ass off harder and really nailed that spreadsheet and presentation. Nobody cares. This is why you're going to constantly hear me encourage you to do it messy. Because what matters is the impact. What matters is us getting it out there. So for me, what matters to me is transmitting this information to you today so that you can go sell and serve your people and have everything you want in life. Because you get to have everything you want in life. After a certain need point, we talked about this yesterday, you can have more and you can do what you want. Tell me your biggest dreams. What do you want to do if you had a ton of money or a ton of time freedom? What do you want to do with it? Because you get to have it. And it's really speaking those dreams out loud that helps us call them into reality. So for my witches out there, it's the invocation. It's the spell casting. It's the speaking. It's the singing. It's the talking. We can think it in our heads all day long. But if we learned anything from a wind in the door and a swiftly tilting planet, it's that it's the naming, right? Humans do naming. We name things, we call them into being, we create them by the channeling of the tongue and the vocal cords and the throat chakra that calls them into being, that creates. This is our primary creation tool so speak your desires out loud. Type them, talk them, sing them, dance them. You get to have them. Yay, Melody. Yeah, it motivated me too. And thank you, Karina. I, I love my grandpa. He's amazing. Ah, yeah, raw and powerful and brave and on fire. And then I saw a post on how much another coach's clients celebrate her, and I felt my worries rise to this new level. My experience with my clients is that they don't celebrate me. They go and live the f*** out of their lives and there's the rub for my ego. Right. So that's twofold, right? So honoring you and thank you for that vulnerable share. Do you ask your clients to celebrate you or celebrate themselves, right? Because that's a game changer too. Um Yeah. We get to have that external validation if we want it. And part of it is definitely asking for it right is there a form is there a follow-up are you asking at the end of the session um asking them to share to share your work to tag you in it and normalizing that as part of what you desire and get to have you know heather i'm starting to see a lot of people doing what i do when i've been in my bubble of oh it's new and exciting and unique I love that you spoke to this, Heather, because I was thinking about this today, actually, of it's so easy to stop ourselves by saying, oh, well, other people have already done it, and they're doing it better. And there's no room for me. False. But it's really easy to think about that, right? Like, ah, well, other people have already done it already created it. So these earrings, for example, there's probably a lot of this style of earring out there in the world. But the amazing human that made these and i found her on instagram i'll drop the handle later if when i remember the name of her beautiful business um words are very hard for me to grasp out right now but if i can keep channeling i'm not gonna fucking worry about it so earrings <laughs> feathers butterfly wing moon sinew like the woman who crafted these could have easily said oh well there are other people doing feather earrings out there in the world and i shouldn't bother but it's her art and I wanted her art. I wanted these in particular when I saw them on the Internet and said, hey, I think those are mine. Can I please buy them from you? And she said, hell yeah, here's how to buy them from me. Send me this amount on Venmo, sales process, send me this amount on Venmo, and then she ships them the next day and then they arrived in a little package with a little note. And then I get to wear them when my children aren't pulling them out of my ears, right? So. You are for certain people at certain times. I could have let the fact that there's a billion and one other business coaches stop me. I don't look at anybody else's shit. It's amazing. It's amazing. There's so many programs. There's so many coaching services. There's so many different price points. And if I let myself look at it and get distracted from my purpose, from my people, I wouldn't have made this masterclass for you. I wouldn't have had a mastermind. I wouldn't have programs that I'm channeling and putting out there into the world and getting paid through. It wouldn't exist because I'd keep myself distracted with, well, that person's doing that and they're doing it better than me, so I guess I shouldn't try. mm The way you describe and articulate and do things is for your people in the moment that they need you. And it's your job to put it out there. It's your job to shake it off, get supported by me, and say, "Uh, cool, here we go, great, here we go. My unique thing, my unique way. And this is why I have the DIY Business Coaching Bundle creating your signature programs that sell, because I really believe in each of us crafting a unique thing that nobody's ever done before, that nobody could replicate because it's you, it's your lived experience, it's through the lens, your eyes, your brain, your body, and no one, No one on this planet has lived your life. No one on this planet knows what you know, has experienced what you have experienced, and has chosen or articulated or crafted the thing that you're crafting. It would have been really easy to say, I shouldn't do this. I could have talked myself out of this masterclass. What do you mean paid? I should only do things for free. What do you mean $11, 44, and 111? It should be one price point. What do you mean you're doing it this week and doing it messy? And like you guys saw me invite you individually. There was no back-end automation. I could have talked myself out of all of this. And I said, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it anyways. I'm doing it anyways because you need it, because I need it, because the world needs it. So um, here we go. Here we go. Buckle up, saddle up, enjoy the ride. Here we go. And it's the confidence, the give a shit, and the rebellion, resiliency too, that enables me to do that and is what I'm hopefully teaching by showing up and doing it. Proof of concept, right? Your people need you when they need you. Your people need you. There are billions of people on the planet Hundreds of thousands of businesses that make real money. Lots and lots of women making lots and lots of money. And you get to as well. How many clients do you really need to have a successful business with the packages and programs you have right now? Do you know this? Do you know this? This number. How many clients do you need to have a six-figure business at the packages and programs that you currently are offering? How many? I'm challenging you because... It can seem like an insurmountable effort to create a successful business, but you only need what? 100 clients at $1,000, 200 at $500. Is that right math? It's close enough. How many clients do you need to make a 5K month, a 10K month? It's not actually that many, is it? And if it is, great. Maybe there's room and opportunity to have higher cost containers and lower cost containers and a whole bunch of free things because when you have all of your bills paid, it's way more fun to give away things for free. Your people need you. Yeah, I only follow coaches that I pay currently or have paid in the past. And that's about mm, four people. And even then, even the people I want to support, I don't open their emails unless it's something I need at the time, right? Quiet the noise, be very intentional with what we're ingesting, whether that's a green juice smoothie or an Instagram feed, a TikTok account. Is it serving you or is it making you anxious? Is it empowering and lighting you up and what you need? Is it nourishing you and your business? Or does it leave you feeling depleted and like you're not enough? If it's the latter, time to hit the mute button, unfollow, unsubscribe. You can always resubscribe. Badass sales coach I follow. Sometimes her shit makes me angry. I don't like it. I don't like her marketing message. So I unsubscribe, I mute, I unfollow. And then when I feel like I need it later, I'll resubscribe. I get to do that. You get to do that too. Catching up on the comments, clearly we are going off script, but that's why it's part channeled. (laughs) Yeah, anime, unfollow the coaches, quiet the noise. It's your effing job. We run businesses. We run businesses. The hard part about running a business as a healer is literally you're doing the healing work, which is what you're called to do, what you're an expert in, what you love doing, and you also have to learn how to run a successful business online, online, and in person. Most of you all are running a hybrid model right now. And I love that so much online and in person use because it all gets to work. It all gets to work for you and your people need you. My Manny Jenny likes getting inspired. And yes, I choose intentionally to stop when it's too much. What if you boundary your inspiration right so maybe it's after you've done your morning meditations or dance or movement practice and then it's 15 minutes of inspiration hit maybe it's a podcast maybe it's scrolling the news feed or going to the specific coaches you want to get inspired by and then turning it off because you have things to create and people to sell to right like we get to choose there's so many tools to enable us to choose And speaking of choosing with social media, I wanna talk about the two main ways to build your business. So there's organic social media, right? Organic social, what do I mean by that? I mean, posting and praying, I mean, writing epic content, going live, hitting up your own channels on Instagram, your own Facebook group, your own personal profile on Facebook, Uh, most people, unless you had a following Pre-algorithm hacks, I don't recommend even giving your business page much time and energy. Make a post once a month and call it a day. And then TikTok, those are, or LinkedIn, organic social feeds, or YouTube. All of them operate in a very similar way. You need to be consistent and craft content that works for how people are engaging with the platform. So what that means is organic social is how most people want their business to work. I shout into the void. The void shouts back. The void pays me. Everything is amazing. In the beginning of your business, this shit is really hard. Organic social feels really fucking hard in the beginning of your business because you're shouting and educating an audience and telling people, "Uh, hi, I made some really cool stuff for you. Would you like to buy it? And they've never seen your stuff before. They might not really know you. You're still working on articulating what the hell you do sell and what the transformation is. And so shouting in the void until it shouts back can be really clunky. Now it does start to work, but honestly, consistency over time with the same exact niche, with the same exact product, you're looking at three to six months. Okay. Before the void starts shouting back three to six months probably of selling the same thing consistently and when I say consistently I mean almost daily having something going out or having a way you're engaging with people coming in that doesn't mean you have to be on social all day every day for a a successful business but with the pandemonium and everything that has been happening the online markets are fairly saturated so having consistent branding, having consistent imagery, having consistent things that you're saying, what are the pain points that are for your people? What is the transformation that you're offering? What is the program and the price point? Having it be so clear, it's like a freaking bell tone, will help you make more sales faster, okay? So, shouting into the void, that's one line, that's one lane, and then, There's the other lane, and this is my favorite, and this is what I am encouraging, no, telling, suggesting, strongly suggesting, that you do in order to maximize your income if you have not yet hit a consistent 5K months for like six to 12 months, this is what you wanna focus on. If it's in flux and you're going up and down, but you really want that consistent vibration like, "Mm," everything is paid for and nourished this is the line that I want you to spend more time in other than organic social okay OPA other people's audiences and take as many notes as you want but also you get to watch this forever and it'll be in Member vault after so OPA other people's audiences so we talked yesterday about needing people to know like and trust you right because we don't generally buy especially online services unless we know like and trust the person how do people get to know like and trust you the quickest way is to have somebody else vouch for you is to have somebody else say this person they're amazing they do cool work and you need to work with them that's the best way and a lot of you guys who are my hands-on healers You have clients through referrals. I know people that have six-figure hands-on businesses simply from referrals. It's amazing. Referral networks are awesome. Highly recommend. So getting in front of other people's audiences, how are you doing that? How are you doing that? What are your options? So one way to get in front of other people's audiences is that $25 webinar ebook that uh, I will drop you guys after this call, I should have wrote that down. If you already have it and taken a a look at it, go execute that methodology. So the idea is you do a webinar, call it 20 or 25 bucks in front of somebody else's audience. So this is the way that I made my first $1,500 a month. I did it with one of my mentors, Tad Hargrave of Marketing for Hippies. He graciously let me pitch to him and said, can I do this for you? And then here's the game changer of what I didn't see other people doing. And then I gave every person who registered and attended that webinar a free 20 minute consultation with me. And I got on the calls with them and then upsold them into my 30 day program. And I think I upsold eight people it was like a $300, was it 187 or 297, something like that program for 30 days. And that was my first $1,500 month because he had an email list of 10,000 people. He had 10 years of building his own business and talking to people and people trusted him. And so I got to borrow, borrow all of his work And his trust building with his people. And people were like, well, Tad says that this woman has some merit. And I trust him. So I'm going to trust that I'll get something out of this for 25 bucks. So here we go. And they did. And so that's one way to get in front of other people's audiences. Another way is doing podcasts, right? Getting in other people's podcasts but that's really hard because it requires distribution of the podcast. So I love doing podcast interviews. If you're gonna do it as an OPA strategy, other people's audiences, then make it consistent and amplify the action. So there's a couple podcasting groups on Facebook. I'm gonna see if I can link you one in the comments. I can. So this is a group of 35,000 people. Go join that group. And then you can scroll and look for different people's podcasts to be on. Um, And then your task is to maximize the effort. So every podcast you go on, shout it from the rooftops when it comes out, send it to your email list, make sure that person is promoting it as well, put it on your blog, maximize everything that you do. This is how we keep from burning out. This is how we make it easy. Maximize everything you do. Yeah. So great question. Um, Melody, how do you find someone you can do that with for someone else's audiences? And how do you pitch? Thank you for asking. So I have the pitch in like literally copy and paste swipe text in that ebook. Um, If one of my masterminders beats me to it, if you guys would link that ebook, because the link should be open for everybody. Awesome. If not, I'll grab it after this call. But start pitching other business owners you know people that have groups or that go live or that have podcasts people that you that like you that know you that maybe you've met in other programs maybe maybe you put put a post up in this group and say hey i would love to do this kind of webinar so build your webinar my first one was if i don't do this job what do i do and it was about a 35-minute talk with slides, and I've linked you guys to all of that stuff in the interactive ebook. So I'll get that for you, um, and then pitch it to somebody. Also, ask people if you can be in their newsletter. That was one of the first things I did with my entrepreneur healer friends. Was can we put a little blurb in your newsletter? Make it easy. Write it for them. Nobody is going to write it for you. Nobody. Make it easy, give them swipe copy text because as well-intentioned as people are, they wanna support you and help you. They don't know what the heck to write about you or about your business or about your program. Write it for them. Make it a little blurb that they can just copy and paste and stick in their newsletter and then ask, hey, would you share about me in your newsletter? I have this workshop coming up. I have this program coming up. Could you help me? We're not, I don't see as much of this in the coaching industry, which is why I'm so grateful for my marketing background and expertise, both in human resources and working for big companies and with the heart centered business groups, because those folks do it all the time. They promote each other, they cross promote, they help each other learn about other types of things all the time. You get to be supported. You get to have other people support you, but it does require asking and then receiving, which can be a little vulnerable, right? To say, I see you have a newsletter. I get your newsletter. Can you share about me? Would you share about this workshop? Ask, people can say no, that's okay. Be okay with people that say no, but do the ask. Another one of my mentors, Alex Baisley, he said no. And he did it so lovingly. And he was just like, I haven't emailed my email list in a long time for any offers so i'd feel really weird just sending an email of hey here's this other person and her offer and i said okay no big deal but he said you know what why don't you post in my facebook group so i did right we can ask we can ask and receive get really creative and start looking at other industries and how they're selling so i'm not a big fan of spending money on ads because there's so many juicier ways to connect with people that have real value and are of real service to your people and to you. Get creative. Is there, uh, so I just gave a talk at a women's networking event last week here in Ann Arbor. And I was invited to speak because one of my clients is friends with the person who runs the group and said, oh, you're looking for a speaker? Emily does this, she'll be great, ask her. And so she asked me, and I said, okay, let's see, what would be helpful for your audience? It, oh, okay, five tips for uh, mompreneurs that take five minutes or less to move your business forward. That's the latest podcast, because I then I use the talk I made as my podcast episode, right? We double dip, that's how we make things easy. So I said, yes, and I showed up and I gave a live talk to about 20 women. And I had two or three women say, I think I wanna work with you. Let's let's talk more. So we're talking more and that's a possibility. So as in-person network groups are starting to come back up, where is your intersection? Is it women? Is it women in business? Is it moms? Is it men? Is it, uh, you know, there's queer networking groups. There's people who are meeting up around gaming. There's people who meet up around hiking. What are you into? And then share with people. Meetup.com. I used to host my own meetup group here in Ann Arbor. All of these different methods, what you're trying to find is your unique strategy. And eventually you're gonna dial down into like, mm, five to 10 core things that you do regularly. And these are the things that you know moves the needle and gets you sales and clients. But right now we're playing with like, mm, what might work? What might feel juicy? What do I like doing? What feels fun to receive and do? and that's so these are i also call these client attraction activities and i've got lists of different things to do in the mastermind um, and in my one-on-one coaching member vaults of like here's all these different things to try so i'm giving you a couple examples but really start to look at other industries of what are they doing what are they cross-promoting um how are they interacting with each other so look at the perfume industry look at handbags or purses or look at other services or I look at my husband's construction uh, construction business a lot, right? It's a brick and mortar, it's a construction business, but they get a ton of referrals. They have logos on their vans. They have signs in the front yard. I just uh, got a custom license plate with my business name on it. Like, how can we start to get innovative in ways that feel good and light us up and move the needle, get you those clients, get you paid? Aw, it's okay, Heather. Um, yeah, always come back, watch on repeat. Let me know what questions you guys have so far. So organic social is awesome. We all want organic social to work and it will, but it takes time. And thank you so much, Melody, for agreeing and like giving that proof to of it was six months before you had your first high paying client. Yeah, we have to be singing from the same song sheet for a while before people are like, oh, get that song I have that song memorized now okay cool I know that song I understand it great I'm on board now I'm gonna start singing it because I've memorized your song right so let it be easy and let other methods of marketing and networking work for you instead of just organic social I want you to have two lines of strategy organic social media posting, talking a bit to your client's pain points, more to the transformation and experiences that you offer, and getting in front of other people's audiences, borrowing their proof. Another really good way to do that is in other people's Facebook groups. So participating, not just making sales posts on the days you can make sales posts, participating, authentically connecting, building relationships with people, right? There's real humans behind each interactive screen. There's 29 of you amazing humans out there watching and engaging and interacting. And I'm speaking with you as I'm speaking to this computer and really feeling the magic and intention and energy of that. Mm -hmm. Okay, shouting into the void versus OPAs, CAAs, CTAs. Okay. So, this one's gonna get clunky, here we go. Every sales post you make needs to have a call to action, CTA. A really nice hack for this is build yourself a list of CTAs for each program that you have. So for your $99 intensive, make a little Google Doc list of 10 different CTAs that you can just copy and paste and put at the end of your story posts, okay? so. Um, CTAs, what are they? How do you use them? There were a lot of innovative things (laughs) that I've seen kind of fly by the wayside. So a lot of people will do things like drop this word, drop an emoji, um, drop your favorite GIF. You can play with them, but I find specific things easier. And you're gonna find this, this changes depending on industry right? So for business coaching or branding or marketing or sales, having people post something externally on one of your Facebook posts works pretty well. It works okay. A lot of people are willing to drop a heart for something related to marketing or business. But if you do divorce coaching, if you do sex and intimacy coaching, if you do really esoteric quantum energy healing very, very hard to get someone to publicly display that they're interested in your shit, right? Because people are have their own fears of, oh, what if someone sees it? And is it safe? And am I safe? And I'm not going to comment. I'm just going to read their thing and scroll by. So I would recommend for your calls to action, you focus more on click the link, choose your investment option. I didn't hit my finger, but I meant to click the link, choose your investment option. Send me a DM send me a message, um, drop, you can use drop a heart, I do that from time to time, but really what you're doing is tell people what action to take, what action should they take? One of my, one of the ones that worked the best for me in selling my mastermind was to say, if you're not sure whether or not this is for you, drop me a DM voice memo, send me a message, let's talk, let's talk, let's see together, is it for you, I don't know, It might be, might not be. Let's have a conversation. For my people and for the thing that I was selling, that call to action worked well. Let me know some of your calls to action that have worked well, or let me know some of the ones that you've seen that you're like, is this gonna work for me? Let's talk through it. Feel free to drop it in the comments. But we really wanna craft it for your people, right? So if you want them to click the link, read the page and then send you a message, great. If you want them to click the link, and then scroll to the bottom of your website and book a free call so you can have a face-to-face talk about it, tell them that, and then switch it up, right? Change it on different posts. What am I, what, basically a CTA is, what action do you want your people to take? They're reading the post, la la la, read the post, oh man, that's so hot and juicy, what do I do now? Tell them what to do now. That's good marketing, right? What action do you want them to take? And again, those are the funnels. We're not talking click funnels. We're not talking complicated maps. It's literally the river that leads them to your main river. That's the funnel. Karina, I have some mindset work to do that if I'm posting talking with other people that they will feel I'm taking their clients. And it'll occur as taking, not giving. That's a good place to start. Oh, kudos to you for seeing that and speaking that, right? But what you do is probably different from everything everybody else does right like unless you're talking to another human that does exactly what you're doing which i haven't seen anybody um <laughs> it's probably complementary but this is also how we want to start thinking of the web so think about a spider web you're one spoke on the web and there's another person over here and you're part of the same web and you're touching the same people and the same sticky stuff but you're serving different purposes at different times Right, So maybe, Karina, for you, you you network with massage therapists or with EFT practitioners or with business coaches, right? So start thinking about the different industries that are also working with your people. And those are the type of folks that we want to start talking about getting in front of their audiences. Who else serves the same people you serve? And that, that's the people that we interact with and engage and ask. And also let it be reciprocal. Like, cool. Can I share my stuff with you? Can you share your stuff with me? I will say most of the people I've asked to share with didn't turn back and asked if they could share on my platforms, which was very interesting. Um, and, it's like, great. Fantastic. <laughs> I literally work around self-expression and self-love, and it requires a lot of vulnerability. Yeah. Right? And so the last thing someone's going to do is post on your post and be like, me me i've got to heal my inner child wounds me i i don't think you've used that language but it's an example right like no and nobody's gonna make a post and be like oh yeah i'm having bad sex in my relationship it's me it's me having the shitty sex and no orgasms i need you hi no but are they gonna book a 99 nine dollar session if you give them the link probably are they gonna book a free call most of my sex love and relationship coaches Uh, Don't have free calls booked. Most of them are either selling a $50 or $99 intensive because a lot of people that are dealing with that level of vulnerability and intimacy aren't booking free calls. So you can always offer a low cost call or an intensive um, or have some kind of evergreen way for people to get to know you and then upsell in the email sequence, right? I love the clarity. What action do I want them to take? Yeah, if they read your post and they're turned on and excited about what you're offering, if they're like, Oh, I think she has something for me. What do you want them to do next? It's like giving somebody a plate of snickerdoodles, right? Or cupcakes or like, I made these for you. Would you like one? And then you take away the tray, or you move it around. Just kidding. You can't grab one. Instead of saying, take one, pass it on. Right? So simple, right? Autumn, a. <laughs> I'm imagining a dozen other cellists sound bath mindset coaches sneering at you like, hey, this is our turf. The quota for cellists sound bath mindset coaches has been filled, right? Hey, I could have easily done that with my business. There's a million other business coaches. Who am I? How dare I? But then I wouldn't be teaching you today and you wouldn't be getting the distillations you need from what I'm able to condense and speak across the ether. And that's important to me and i believe in it i believe in my work and i believe in your work and so here i am doing it messy saying it anyways even though other people have said it in other ways and are making more money than me i don't care here we go let's get messy and have fun (laughs) why do you think they don't book for free but they want to pay instead yeah i think it's because of the vulnerability i think it's because they're scared like even seeing the So when you have a problem in your business, right? If you're like, oh, I'm not making the money I want to be making. And I feel like I'm going to burn out. You can easily articulate that in your head, right? But I think there's still, and and in the industries we run in online, it's become normalized that you invest in business coaching or you invest in your business. We're still working on that for intimacy, for sex, love, and relationships. even with therapy, right? Like I had a marriage counselor before I got divorced. I had a relationship coach and counselor, well, therapist, a relationship therapist and my own therapist. But by the time I accessed those services, it was too late, it was way too late. So it's still in the sex, love, and relationship coaching industry that we're educating people why they need it, when they need it, in addition to selling it. And so there's almost like a wave hurdle that has to be overcome in order to do it. And so I think what's going on right now is five years from now, it's gonna be way easier. But in this moment, it feels really clunky. And I think people are afraid to do a free thing or they've tried all the free things. I'd love to know, like if anybody here has that market research feedback, please let us know of what stops you from doing a free thing for sex love and relationship coaching. I'm guessing that's what it is, but it's very hard to get at the market data for that. Still working on that with my clients, right? But I know that small cost sessions sell better than free calls. It's very interesting. It's the the only industry so far for my healers that I've seen that happen. Yeah, still working on that for intimacy. Yeah, cool. (laughs) I'm glad you're nodding your head. I think that's what's happening, Melody, and I think What that means is for all my SLRC loves, you're in it, you're in the boom, you're in the ripening of the apple orchard, right? Oh, it's gonna be so juicy. But it also means that it probably feels clunky and frustrating as fuck sometimes right now, right? I'm sorry, it will get better. (laughs) That's what I think is going on. Okay, where am I shouting into the void? OPAs calls to action? Okay, Let me know your favorite call to action, drop it in the comments. Every sales post needs to direct people what you want them to do, even if it's simple as like, think about this, think about this and drop your line below, right? Drop a heart emoji, click the link, read it. If you're not sure if this is for you, send me a message. I don't bite unless requested, right? Like play with it. I have lists of CTAs, again, uh, in the vault for the masterminders and one-on-one clients. I have one one one-on-one client spot open. If it's yours, send me a DM. Um, Sales posts. Sales posts. A lot of you beautiful healers, you think you're making a sales post and you're just educating the world. And you're like, educated the world, it's a sales post. And I'm like, no. (laughs) It's only a sales post. If you're telling me about the transformation, and how i can purchase it how do i invest in myself how do i hire you how do i work with you if you're telling me that then babe it's a sales post if you're not telling me that it is not a sales post and you get to both offer high value content and make a sales post in fact i would argue that selling is a value to your people i know i know it makes me itchy too but you are offering value through selling this is how you've seen me go launch to launch to launch in the last three to four months i had to calibrate to a new way of being (laughs) i had to expand and enable and allow and that's why i invested in coaching with Lacey and julia and now jbt to be like okay let's calibrate let's go um so i went from launching ceo enchantress to the mastermind, to sacred sales priestess, to the podcast. And what you're going to see me launch today is my six-figure healer intensive. And the only way I'm able to do that is by trusting and making it true that my sales posts and showing up and selling is helping you, right? Is valuable. I don't just have to give away the farm every day, right? I get to give away the farm. And let you pay me to work with me. And building that proof of concept again and again and again and patterning it and doing it messy and letting it be like a level 7, 6 to 7 uncomfortable for me uh, on a scale of 1 to 10. Therapeutic discomfort is the goal, not ungrounding our entire nervous systems. So selling is helping. Selling is helping. Selling is helping. Selling is service. Selling a service. And as I'm saying these sentences, if you're finding yourself get queasy, good. This is for you. Selling is helping. Selling is helping. Selling a service. Selling a service. The more you sell, the more you're helping. Because if people don't know your work is out there, they can't be supported by you. If people don't know that you can help them with the issues that they have, they can't be helped by you. It's literally our job to show up and sell. And that's how you get a six-figure healer business, which is what I'm launching today. Yay. Okay. Appreciate this live. We'll work on self-expression. I did get important feedback with an accountability buddy that my free clarity call is being called to be a low-cost one-hour clarity session. Yeah. I would also say, series, don't call it a clarity call. Let's get specific on what transformation you're providing in an hour session for your people. Is that a $99 offer? Is it a $50 offer? Is it $30? Some money is better than no money. And don't call it a clarity call because clarity for what clarity of what if you guys are titling your programs and services, fancy, beautiful names are awesome. But I'm a big fan of practicality over fancy. So my free call is called a business breakthrough practical magic strategy session. You know what the fuck it is, right? Yeah, that's the goal okay? The goal is when people see the name of your program, whether it's a free call or an intensive or a really long, year-long certification program, they know what the fuck it is. So you don't have to educate them in the title. A lot of my beautiful healers, you want to make fancy ass names for things and make up words that people have never heard before. And you can, you can, but then you're just, creating another hurdle, right? Because now you have to educate people on what the word means, in addition to why they need the thing and why they should hire you. (laughs) We are not here to make it harder. We are here to make it easy. Who wants an easy, pleasurable, joy-driven business? Raise your hand, let me know. So we make everything as easy as possible. One-click payment, scheduler and payment in the same system and software. Follow-up emails, systematize the back end, right? Clarity session, what can we call it that's easy? What, yeah, discovery calls, what can we call it that's in alignment with what you do and with what happens on the call? The word breakthrough is awesome. For some businessy folks, the word audit works with really well, but what kind of audit, right? Is it an up-level your brand audit? Okay, again, people get that, right? Up-level your brand. That's what's gonna happen in the call. I get it, makes sense, um, you know. Make your heart feel better. Breakthrough session. Fantastic. I get it. It makes sense, right? So play with it. We can play with names in this Facebook group. Have at it. Karina, I'm not queasy, yet I'm not posting as much as I'd like, selling as much as I like. Thoughts? I'm here to explore my discomfort in my action. Yeah. So Karina, I would say let's make it simple, right? How many times a day are you selling? And can you increase the intentional sales post? let's say call it two sales posts a day. A sales post every day. Repurpose your content, don't make it harder, but still make the call to action, click here, buy now, click here, book a free call, hop in my DMs, tell me what's going on. Right? Ooh, Melody Boss bitch power boost, boss bitch emotional bandwidth expansion. Um, hi, second one. And Ladies, give her feedback on that one, too. Which one would you rather sign up for? Boss bitch emotional bandwidth expansion. Like, pff, you're telling me exactly what it is. In fact, Melody, go forth and sell that. And I want to know how many you sell. I love that. Yeah, series perfect. Uncover your intention and focus call. For what? You do, you're doing business coaching, right? So weave that in as well, right? You can see that in Melody's emotional bandwidth. Okay, but that's fantastic emotional bandwidth the for what maybe describe that in the content and in the copy. Uncover your intention and focus call. Yeah, I like it. Boss bitch emotional bandwidth expansion. Yeah, or um, boss bitch emotional bandwidth breakthrough for the alliteration of the BBB. BB BB. <laughs> that's fun. I like it. And it's very specific. And it's very yours, right? Nobody else has that call. Nobody else has that call. Go forth and conquer in loving, kind hearted, beautiful healer ways. Okay, CTA, CAA, sales post, transformation and results. I have been talking for 50 minutes. My apologies. <laughs> You're amazing. Thank you all for doing this with me and for being here. So, I'm going to get to one last juicy nugget for you, and I'm totally low key selling to you today because selling is service. So I do have one one one-on-one coaching spot open. If it's yours, send me a DM. We can talk through what it might look like, what the investment is, all that jazz. And I'm about to start selling one-off sessions with me, and I haven't done this in at least a year. So if you want some one-off juice, this is for you. They are six-figure healer intensives. And it's a 45 minute one-on-one call with me. You'll get access to both of my DIY coaching bundles, signature, creating your own signature programs and services that sell and connecting to paying clients. The value of those two programs alone is $397. And two weeks of Voxer with me, walkie talkie app. You can talk to me Monday through Friday, nine to five. I respond within 24 hours. All of that for $555. So it's A video call with me, two weeks of Voxer, $400 worth of recorded content for five dollars I'll drop you guys the link. If you're into that, if you have questions about it, totally DM me. Send me a voice memo. But that's what I'm launching next. And the last piece I want to talk with you guys about is transformation and results. Transformation and results. This is what we're speaking to again again and again and again and again and again and again and again. And it's really hard when you're starting your business or you're just launching a new program and you don't have people who you've done it with yet. So what I want you to do is look to your own life, look to your own life and lived wisdom and experience for the results. If you if this these skills have worked your way out of your own depression if they've helped you with your own anxiety, if they've helped you heal your relationship to food or to love or relationships, you can speak to that, okay? And this is part of the divine feminine wounding of capitalism. I've never said it that way before, but capitalism and patriarchy has systematically dismantled our belief that our results are good enough. And I wanna tell you that they are good enough. In fact, they're better than good enough because not only has it worked for you, but you found a way to educate, to teach, to channel and help other people with what's worked for you. And that's better than good enough. So you get to help other people by your lived experience. So you can speak to that in your story. You can speak to that and say, this has worked for me. I know it's going to support you. Do we promise we can take away someone's anxiety, depression, and pain? Absolutely not, we do not do that. Do we promise that we can teach them tools that will help them feel better in the discomfort of all of that? Absolutely, we can speak to that. Am I promising that you can have a six-figure business? Yeah, you can, but I can't make you do it, right? But I can teach you everything I know and have learned over two decades of figuring this shit out, right? Everything I've invested in, everything I've done for myself, everything I've done for other people's businesses, I stand behind and can give you and teach you and guide you through. But can I say you'll be a millionaire in a year? No, I don't market that way. I don't buy that. And you probably don't either. So stand in the transformation and the results. Speak to it again and again. And as you start working with more and more clients for these different programs, share those darn testimonials everywhere. I know it's hard, dear healer. I know we don't wanna come off as too egoic or like we can promise something, but these tangible results are what people see and then they can say, oh, that person got that result. There must be something to this. I see them giving a video testimonial. I had that same thought and if she went through that and had a good experience i probably will too it's that proof that creates the village that creates the community that creates the divine feminine expression of business and so i'm asking you to lean into that maybe you make it systematic with some structure with some divine masculine container of okay every thursday i share my client results Whew. Every Saturday morning, I take a hot second to brag up on my clients. I don't even do this well enough, like hand to heart. (laughs) We get to share these results in a way that feels good for our clients, that feels good for us. It's okay to ask permission and say, can I share this bit in Bob anonymously or with tagging you? But you do good things for your people. And if you share that, other people get to see it too. And it builds their proof and their faith in what's possible for them. Selling is helping. Selling is service. Your homework today is to hit me with a sales post with a really juicy CTA. Give me a sales post for whatever you're selling right now. It can be a free call. It can be an intensive. It can be your year-long certification program. Hit me with a sales post, let me help you tweak it, refine it, give you some feedback, ask for feedback from the other women here. You've got 30 amazing humans that could give you feedback that could change the trajectory of your sales this upcoming month. This Facebook group will be open until Monday, the 31st. Ask questions, leave comments, support each other, and hop in for a six-figure healer intensive or snag my last one-on-one coaching spot I probably won't have another one open until fall maybe beyond we shall see thank you so much for being here for commenting for the investment of your time energy and income have a beautiful day that's it for today share this episode with other rebel healers so they too can make more money and deeply support their people Join my free Facebook group at Business Coaching for Rebel Healers with Emily Otto and stay tuned for next week's episode, XOXO.